0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask adventure path.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going bird hunting. We're 14th level. We're also 14th level.
2: We're going on a a bird hunt, and the help we were supposed to get was odd
3: help.
1: We're going on a bird hunt, and all we brought is ourselves and portents of our death. Mm
3: -hmm. And so much magic. Yep. Actually, not for the bird hunt, though.
0: And the dog from Duck Hunt. (laughs) <laughs> and the dog from Duck Hunt.
3: <laughs> the dog from Duck Hunt is just out there waiting.
4: Technically, oh, man. he did help us in combat because dealing with him peacefully got us our
3: level up. So true, you know he what? gave us experiences.
0: That is true. And you guys, uh, yeah, you are 14th level now. Oh, yes. man. So I suppose in tradition, we can do a quick little round table here before we get back to our recap and continue with our adventures. So Hollis, uh, one cool thing.
3: Okay, well, I'm going to talk about Sugar, then, because Sugar's funny. Sugar now has a...
1: <laughs> I didn't get anything new with my spells and stuff, but the I mean, bird... I have new
3: spells, and I have more hit points and stuff, but Sugar has an 18 intelligence now, so her highest uh, knowledge check is Knowledge, Nobility, and Nature, and those are both 25s.
0: <laughs> there you go.
3: Because she's so smart.
0: Goodness. It's a very smart chicken. Alright, So many bonuses. Is this uh, Monk or Monolith? No, this
1: is Monolith, uh, which unlocks Communion with Stone, which uh, gives me a unique communion with the Earth, allowing me to have Tremor Sense out to a range of 30 feet. No more Ooh. surprises from those land based thingamajigs. And once per day, I can talk to Rock and Stone as if using Stone Tell, and I get Terran as a bonus language. <gasps>
3: You can be friends with all oh, the nice. rocks.
1: I can be friends you with can all the rocks. Learning. I can find out
3: if Rocky is happy where he is. Exactly,
1: I yes. I can finally talk to Rocky and make him Rad. my friend. Rad. You can
0: learn Rocky's awesome backstory.
3: <laughs> Once many moons ago, I was the tip of a volcano.
1: <laughs> now it's going to happen, Rick, so prepare yourself. I want to know Rocky's
0: backstory. <laughs> oh, I've already, I've got it all prepared. Oh my god. <laughs> Rocky has oh had an gosh. exciting existence.
1: I, I like that we have, like, a mask episode, and then we, like, go fight this bird, and then we're going to have one episode where we just talk about Rocky's backstory. we a rock.
0: The great backstory <laughs> of Rocky.
1: The
3: familiar's pet rock.
1: Yes. Yep. <laughs> you all thought it was just a joke we had,
0: but no, there was plot involved in this. That is what we have sunk to. Uh,
3: <laughs> Once, when I was a much larger rock, Hakatep kicked me, and I vowed vengeance since then.
1: <laughs> I, was on, I was on the very, very edge of his pyramid, and when it took off, I broke off.
0: When he was a small child, he stepped on me and my sharp edge cut his foot. I've tasted his blood and now I'm back for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> he oh
1: ground Lord. up all of my favorite rock friends to make his trench and I'm coming at back for him.
0: Yep, the end fight's just gonna be one big dramatic fight. Everyone's fighting. Narmer pulls out a slingshot, loads up Rocky and shoots him from across the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> oh my What's gosh. Did uh, Narmer get proficiency with sling?
4: No, he did not. Oh not yet. I put a rank in linguistics to learn Terran, just because the elemental languages have been coming a lot in this campaign, so I, I already have Espe- Especially Terran. And then I want to learn Ingen, and I can never remember the air language. What is Orin. the air language? Orin. 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 I, eventually, Masika is just going to speak all four of those, because it seems like there's a lot of elementals running around.
0: Pocket a theme?
4: Yeah, I got a, <laughs> I got a wandering hex. Um, Masika doesn't ever change out her wandering hex, because I like lore so much, but theoretically she could if she wanted to. So the hex I picked is Confusion Curse.
3: Mm. A single intelligent
4: target must succeed at a will save or become confused for a number of rounds equal to the shaman's charisma modifier. Confusion's good. Confusion so. is wonderful. You're just befuddled. It's my bard school, so I never get to cast it in this game. There's
1: a 75% chance you're not going to do anything to us.
4: Narmer's armor. Apparently now his rock has a backstory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will correct you. Rocky always had a backstory. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Rick's not going to let a, st- a storytelling moment go.
3: Next time we run into a druid who can talk to vermin, we'll learn about Stinger Jr. Sure. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. This is
3: the B team now.
0: Stinger Jr. also had a long,
1: complex backstory. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't tell us a minute per level so we could get a 14-minute
0: story oh, out of Rocky. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yes. It's very
0: fun. I do want to throw one last thing out. Um, I did look this up recently just because I was curious since Stinger's been traveling with you for a while. Scorpions can live to be up to six years old. <laughs> wow. Really? Apparently, they are very long-lived.
4: They are hardy. Well, they
0: are and apparently, hardy. he's wow.
4: in very close proximity to a spiritual rock from the elemental plane of Earth. Who the hell knows what that's
3: going to do to the scorpion? He's going to be a, a little rock friend. <laughs> he,
1: he's going to come out with a little piece of Stinger Jr. on his forehead and be like, <laughs>
3: I'm a living manolet <Madeline> now. <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs> what about Citra?
2: Well, Citra is just increasingly becoming more deadly. Uh, this mm-hmm. time, for that's my rogue true. talent, I got Double debilitation. Uh, So that means I can apply two debilitating injuries when I sneak attack.
1: Yay, no more picking AC or attack.
2: Yes, and I I did find something funny on my character sheet, and I'm a little disappointed that nobody has got this before. So for my debilitating injury, I apparently wrote hammered instead of hampered.
3: Uh, they're real drunk. <laughs> it's from the boyfriend. It's you immediately stab
1: them with your inebriating <laughs> shocking yeah. whatever. Just, yeah,
3: yeah
2: so I just noticed that because I was like I was like, oh, it's hampered. And then I looked at my sheet and I was like, that's not what I wrote.
0: <laughs> I do like the idea of the Caden Kalein rapier of inebriation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next RPG superstar, somebody submit that. Yep. Every time every time you score a critical hit on somebody, it just inebriates them. <laughs> is a wisdom penalty.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, that's actually pretty good, too.
0: Especially for Rapier. Yeah. And Tefnazhu is still challenge rating 17, so he did not level up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <He's> <laughs> boy. such
0: a big, strong Gosh, boy. I'm so glad
2: we didn't have to fight him.
1: <laughs> He's just off in the background, looking cool. I mean, with 17 levels under his belt, he can't help
0: but be cool. That's hmm. true. Speaking of cool, when last we left our heroes... Our doorkeepers of the Duat had made their way ever deeper into the Slave Trenches of Hakutep, otherwise known as the Kepsutanum. They had navigated their way from the Lantern Vault all the way down to the Amber Chronograph. Uh, I do want to throw something out real quick because I think we had a brief discussion during the last episode, so just because I love and appreciate all my players, I took some time to do some math. Math. Okay. Oh, I never really boy. need an excuse to do math, but the fly spell allows you to double move. It does not allow you to run, which allows you to move 120 feet per round, which is a speed of 1,200 feet per minute or a speed of about 13.5 miles per hour. What that means is that a character can cover a distance of one mile in the slave trench in 44 rounds or 4.4 minutes. So if you have a spell that allows you to fly for at least five minutes, you can cover one mile, basically one mile per five minute duration of the fly spell. Also, for the edification of my players, more so than the audience, uh, if you look at the handy dandy map of the slave trenches I've provided, you'll notice that they're basically walls uh, that divide up different sections of this that you're inside of the trench. To clear a wall is actually about 600 feet worth of movement once you're flying up, flying down the other side, etc. Which means that you can actually clear a wall with 30 seconds of a fly spell. Oh, So if you feel the need to hop over a wall and you have something that lets you do it in one minute increments, which is, I think, what Citra's scimitar does and Masika's fly spell.
4: It's her hex, but yeah.
0: Hex. Uh, So if you guys do decide that you want to hop a wall, it basically is 600 feet of movement from the fly spell.
3: Or we could just get on top of the walls and walk on the wall tops.
0: Yeah. But then you'd need to use the same 600 feet to hop from one yeah. section to another. Or do a so, lot of climbing. Or do a lot of climbing, for those of you capable of climbing. Uh, the climb DCs for the walls are, on average, 20. So it's Jeez. not beyond...
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah, that's, that's just mean, basically for climbing. I have a zero climb. I have a 19 climb. I,
2: I am a, <laughs> a really good seat. acrobat. Not yeah. a great climber. Yeah. To be
0: fair, it doesn't really matter for Citra because her ring lets her literally walk through the walls if she so wishes. That to. is yeah. true. Yep. I mean, is true.
4: Narmer is fine. He can zip around this place as much as he wants. Yep. Tomorrow I'm I'll so summon our chariot and we'll just
3: chariot our way through this place.
0: <laughs> Everyone, cast your buff so spells on me. <laughs> <laughs> cast your buff spells. I'll go take on the dust taker myself.
3: No. Yeah, that's not going to happen.
0: You saw what I did to that Gorgon that we fought.
2: Yeah, and then uh, we also saw you get handed to you by, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, by the four, the four uh, golems. <laughs> guardians or whatever. That was only because I withdrew and I didn't fight them in one-on-one combat. Okay. Yep. So anyway, I just figured I'd throw all that out there for your edifications. So in case you want to know more options available to you as you move around the slave trenches, because you're going to be moving around the slave trenches a lot. The party navigated their way through the slave trenches until they reached the Amber Chronograph, at which point they met with Kai Utef the, I keep wanting to say it's the... Gypsosphinx.
3: Gypsosphinx, gypsosphinx or gynosphinx?
0: Not gyno, no, no, gynosphinx. No, no not gypsosphinx. Gypsosphinx. Gypso.
3: Okay. And he was
1: cute. Eh? And surprisingly amenable to helping us by giving us portents of our death.
0: Mm. Yep. As a fun side note, I'll get into this in the uh, upcoming after party a little bit more. He can also use that in a debilitating way. I, oh, I kind of figured fun. he could. Yeah. yeah, not surprising. That that ability comes in both warning and threatened fright. It looks like
4: your death's gonna come by my claws.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but now we're on a bird hunt. We're hunting a bird. Well, not really so much hunting a bird as Tephnaju is like, hey, it's this way.
1: <laughs> sure. Having a guide to this place is quite nice because this would be a real pain to try well, to like, half navigate all this The freaking party place. would be
4: dead if you'd fought him, and then you're wandering around this place aimlessly. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm. Not, not really the you know the way I'd want to go about it. I'm sure there are parties that have,
1: and I'm sure the uh, obituary section of the message boards are just full of stories of, well, my party no decided doubt. to attack him and he slew every single one of them.
4: Hacatef wins. You Very know, what my favorite Disney.
0: one of his tactics is. Oh God. As far as my one of my favorite one of his spells, because I'd never see this spell used, but it's particularly comedic because he's a large sized creature, mass reduced person. No. <laughs> <laughs> I oh just kind of love it,
3: and <laughs> then he makes everybody
4: small, so we're two size categories smaller than him. And oh lord, and then
3: he just squishes
4: all.
1: And, he, and, then, and then he starts stomping like it's Godzilla.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Yep. <laughs> then lots of transmute rock so, to mud, transmute mud to rocks. Oh yeah, that's your a '90s a reference,
2: combo. and it's befitting. Um, so it reminds me of when uh, they summoned that Halloween demon on accident. And uh, when he actually, like, Who shows up. Who is they?
0: When they oh, gosh, darn it, it started, sorry. It is always in my brain. the Ghostbusters.
2: No, it's actually not the Ghostbusters <laughs> this time. So, uh, in Buffy okay. the Vampire Slayer, when they <laughs> <I> summon <saw him laughs> the Halloween demon, and he finally, like, manifests and shows up, and he's, like, four inches tall, and Buffy just walks over there and stomps him with her foot.
1: There's your 90s and Buffy reference, for those who've missed Buffy references over the, the last few It is one of my
2: favorite episodes. episodes ever.
0: There you go. But, yeah, you had then uh, decided that you're going to set, set out, so... As we begin, the doorkeepers stand here in the one of the various passages, the trenches, the eponymous trenches of the slave trenches of Hockitup, ending some distance off towards your, well, pretty much directly behind you now as you turn back to uh, Tefnazhu in this massive wall before which you can see the amber chronograph as well as the sphinx that you were previously speaking to going back to his uh, contemplating the mysteries of this bizarre device. By this point, it is approaching uh, I believe you guys had gotten down to the Lantern Vault a little past noon, and it's been about five hours.
4: Yeah, it's late afternoon early evening. It's yeah. time for dusk taken.
0: As the uh, the, af- the evening begins to settle on, again the sky overhead, uh, brilliant shades of pink and gold. Tephna's you nods as you approach back glances past all of you back in the direction of the Sphinx easily looking over all of your heads since he's like ten feet tall. Are we ready to move on?
1: Oh yeah, I believe we got our time to get a bird. So uh not to be that guy, but I'm not sure how best to take down this bird, given that I have two fists and five minutes of flight time. And I'm sure it flies faster than me.
4: If we can't kill this bird in five minutes, we're in trouble. Most of our oh, fights yeah. take like two or three tops. That's a compelling she has a
0: point.
1: point.
3: <laughs> yeah. I also think I can make him come to us.
0: If I were going to attack, Kindred, Red, I would suggest doing so near its lair, its nest, if you will.
3: All right, where's that?
0: It's about a mile from here. Although taking the trenches, it'll take us probably about seven or eight miles to get to it.
4: More walking. I hope everyone was wearing good shoes today. Tomorrow. Does all well, us have a dimension it's... door left? How far can dimension door take us? I don't know. Four hundred feet door.
1: plus. Forty feet per yeah. level, or something
4: like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she used the last one to get us. Mm. Uh, I've used down all my dimension again. doors, and I've used my teleport. So I was gonna say, once we get out, it. once we get out of the trenches, we can use the boat. But yeah, till then, we're hoofing
3: it. Well, yep. we could just take whatever the fastest way out of the trenches is, and then yeah. take
1: the boat. So do you know where the creature layers? We could perhaps prepare an ambush.
0: Almost in the dead center of the trenches. And there's a portion, if you're viewing the trenches from the sky where there's a bridge which separates one side and another from a large central portion of the trench.
1: All right, well.
0: He layers at the center of that. From his vantage there, he can see from one side of the trench to the other and for miles about, once he takes to the air even further. Even now, he should probably be taking wings shortly. He'll be difficult to find. Despite his size, he's surprisingly stealthy. Hmm. In the sunset, the clouds, the heat haze. All of it will do much to obscure him, even from the sky.
2: I don't suppose we have any good way of grounding him. Um, yeah, but I has glancing at the two magic people.
1: <laughs> How would you ground the creature of his size?
3: That's it's called the Curse me. of the Dragonflies. It's like I, I cast it on him, and then anytime he tries to fly higher than five feet off the ground, a bunch of paper bugs attack him. It's very fun. I've never used it before outside of, you know, learning it. Your, your lack of practice is not giving me a lot of confidence.
4: Oh, that's the way a lot of spells work. You don't really, I mean, you theoretically know what they're going to do, and then the first time you cast it, it either does work or it doesn't. It's true.
1: This is why I like to use my fists. I know <laughs> whether the fist will work or not.
4: Sometimes you miss, though.
1: Sure. Well, yes, but I know what kind of damage my fist can do. I don't oh, have to I know worry, what I don't it worry that I'm going to punch something, and suddenly a bunch of dragonflies are going to fly out. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool.
2: Says the person who's slowly turning into a statue.
1: Statues get lonely, too. Maybe I want a bug friend. Maybe I want my own singer, Junior.
2: (laughs) Oh, my. Anyway, so are we going to go to his (laughs) nesting place, or do we want to hunt him outside? We should probably
3: just head to his nesting place, and then... He'll come back. Yeah. We could set the mansion up over there if we wanted to sleep, and then wait till the morning. Does he stay out all night? Mystica looks at Tefnaju.
0: Often, from what I understand.
1: I mean, that would be advantageous.
0: True, and I know, would imagine that if you approach towards his nest, particularly since you'll probably need some light, he'll notice from some distance away.
4: We could get as close as we think is safe and then use the, use the mansion, get some sleep, and then jump him in the morning.
1: That would be preferable, because then we'll at least be at full strength.
4: All right. I feel like this plan is not going to work out the way we think it will. Well, well he can't attack us in the mansion.
1: It's the best plan we've got so far.
4: What would you rather do? I just think when we get there, he's going to see us and attack. Oh, I mean, he might. <laughs> if he does, so be it.
1: If he does, everybody into the mansion.
4: <laughs> no, if he attacks, we need to try to stop him. Because then he'll just be sitting outside the invisible door waiting for us to come out.
2: <laughs> yeah. But according to the drawing that I made whenever we were up on the hill, getting to the center of the uh, trenches, there's no actual pathway to the we're center of have the trenches. We're to have fly.
0: I just pointing it you. out. We can get close at which point you'd need to climb up the cliff face. I
1: mean yeah. we could just fly.
2: I'm just going to walk through. But I'm just pointing it out, just so that we know that when we get there, that is what we're going to have to do.
1: Uh um, how far away, like as the crow flies, is like the the center of this place that we're trying to get to. Like
0: forever. One mile. As the crow flies, it's one mile.
1: One mile, you say, is in five minutes of fly, you say. Yes. The exact amount of time that my boots give me, you say?
3: But then you can't fly. Well, I mean, if it, if
4: I ground, I have three him, uses that of that happen. a day. So, oh, you have three. Yeah, uses but different. if he attacks us, bef- like Citra is saying, then you won't be able to fly.
2: Yeah, and I only had twenty rounds per day, and I'm pretty sure I've used two of those to get down, unless I take one of the potions.
3: Well, we have potions.
2: Yeah. So, just saying, I think we have um, a general plan. I say, let's just go but we just need to make sure that if we can't ground him with the fancy spell that we can get up in the air and punch him out. Get him. <laughs> See what would be really nice is if we had a hook shot like link and then we could just hook shot to the top of this and then hook shot across and then hook shot. They across. have
4: those. They have those kind of things in Pathfinder. I don't remember what they're called, but there are definitely magic grappling hooks that do exactly what the hook shot does. I know, but
2: I think the distance is still probably too far, but <laughs> just I just keep thinking of all my Zelda games where all I do is I just jump on top of the maze and then I run where I need to <laughs> go. Yep.
0: That's the way. <laughs> so what is your plan?
4: I think we're flying in over there.
0: Okay.
4: Yeah, I think we're going to fly near whatever statue that is and probably set up like in the shadow of the statue. Maybe that thing won't see us then. Well, it'll see
0: us Okay, on the way so you want to fly to the obelisk closest to Yeah. there. Very well. Mm-hmm.
4: Te- and Tefna, you can just earth glide, can't he?
0: Yeah, he could easily keep up.
4: Yeah. He can't help us fight though, so. No, but he said he was gonna be there for moral support. <laughs> you
3: know? It's entertainment.
0: Yeah. Uh if you're only going as far as the obelisk, it's only three minutes away. Cool. Cool. You'd then have to walk the rest of the way yeah. there, which would be uh, about three quarters of a mile.
4: Yeah, but that's far enough away that I don't think. I don't want to get right up on the edge of it if we don't have to. You know what I mean?
1: Because Starlight like, will to like peer rest. over, and he's going to be like flying out and be like, uh, "What's
4: that?" Yeah.
2: So let's head to that obelisk. Very well. I guess I'm going to take a potion.
0: So, Citra, you drink your potion. Zuda, you activate your boots. Hollis, you have your Overland flight. Masika, you're using your hex. Yep. Very well. And you leave uh, Tephnesu to make his way over on his own.
4: It's not like he doesn't know where he's going.
0: I mean, he's got a sixty-foot earth glide. So, he's
1: good.
0: which is funny because his actual like ground movement speed is fifteen.
1: So if he sinks his toes into the earth, he's suddenly much faster. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I'm assuming that we're getting then on top of the trenchy
0: area. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
3: Just make we're a pulling try. a Rachel playing Zelda move. <laughs>
0: so you take to the air. You glide your way over. You sail over, the trenches below you, desolate and dead again like animal life you don't see movement you don't see it's just dead and still you fly for a couple of minutes the wind whipping past you i imagine all of your heads on a swivel as you look around glancing up towards the sky out towards the horizon as dusk begins to approach and you wonder how soon before dusk taker emerges from his lair and takes to the sky you land in the shadow of one of the monoliths here Towering up above you, a black line against the southern skies, you set down on its northern face. Uh, Anyone that wishes to make me a uh, linguistics or knowledge religion?
3: I got a 34 taking 10 on knowledge religion.
0: I'm not even going to try then. Yeah. You recognize the symbol on this, the scarab beetle carrying, or dung beetle in this case, carrying a sun as Kepri. Kepri is the god of freedom, the rising sun, and work. Oftentimes known as Kepri the Humble Hand. Cool. Cool. In this case, the depiction of, or the worship of Kepri here is specifically only in Kepri's facet as a constructor or builder of great works.
3: Makes sense. They wouldn't like freedom in a place called the Slave Trenches.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Probably not. Again, it seems like each one of these is only worshiping the deities in one very specific manner, as far Mm. as you've already seen Isis representing only the magic used in great works.
3: So I guess we should cast the mansion and get some rest. Okay. What exactly did we do to the bird? I thought we stripped it of its ability to use magic, but I don't remember. We
4: took away its mythic levels, from what I understand.
0: You have, well, you've removed its ability to cast mythic magic.
1: Okay. Yeah, it can still cast okay. regular magic. Because it actually had, had,
0: like, four mythic spells it could cast So. Oh!
1: Okay, okay. One
0: cool. of them's real neat.
1: I'm sure it is.
3: To gamble on whether or not it has see invisibility,
1: but uh,
0: see if it has sea invisibility in. and dispel magic, and just goes. Well, beep. if it
1: has <laughs> if it has sea invisibility and would think to cast it if it's not a constant effect, you know, that's true. I imagine not a lot changes around here, so hence why it kind of like ranges so far to, you know, go hunting. There's and not stuff. a lot of
3: alive stuff here. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I wouldn't be expecting something different here.
0: Uh, how long are you waiting?
4: I mean, I figure we're doing it right away if we want to yeah, we rest and be. <laughs> yeah no,
0: sorry allow me to rephrase so you're casting the spell you're going inside you're sleeping for the night then you're coming back out and then you're planning on facing it tomorrow
4: yes yes we're gonna okay. we're, that's we're going to bed early so we'll be up technically before dawn because it comes back around dawn
0: so yeah i suppose all of you gather together you make your way again
4: can tefniju come in you never really answered that
0: <laughs> mechanically speaking yes
4: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Would he, he, he want to? No. Yeah,
4: he Aww. probably wants to Fair. go home to his wife.
0: Well, he also he can't earth glide here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: I see. So that's what Masika's angle was. Do you want to come eat some food and hang out for a little while? It's not like you have to stay in there with us, but yeah. you know, just just being it, polite.
0: <laughs> to be perfectly honest, if you're extending the offer, even stepping, I can only imagine for an earth elemental creature. Again, he takes penalties for not being in contact with the earth. Yep. Yeah,
4: that's true. That, huh.
0: Like this is a really weird place. And I should probably let my wife know instead of like, oh, well, then I disappeared and <laughs> no idea what happened to me. So, yeah, if you guys are resting for the evening, Tefna, you will inform me that he'll return before dawn, uh, sink down beneath the earth once again. I all suppose right. all of you retire within.
3: It's a little bigger now because I leveled up.
4: All right. So can we like change what spells and stuff we have memorized or what? Well,
0: before we do that, go ahead and, uh, go ahead and give me a will save from the party.
1: Oh, great. Sleeping here is bad.
3: Uh, Hollis rolls a twelve for a twenty-three.
0: It's a pretty willful party.
1: Uh, is this all... is this a fear enchantment effect, death effect, mind affecting, negative levels? Nope. Is it a curse? Nope. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so I roll a six for
4: a twenty. Uh, Mystica rolls a sixteen for a thirty-four. Okay.
0: Mm.
4: Rolled an eight
0: for a nineteen. Okay. Ooh.
1: So it looks like the front line's going to probably
0: be messed up. Maybe. So you all have dinner. Settle in, rest up for the evening. The evening passes uneventfully for most of you. Mm. All of you have a somewhat fitful night's sleep, but do manage to rest up well enough that you're not at the very least fatigued the next day. It's not that you have nightmares. It's not that anything disturbs your slumber. It's just that as you lay here in the silence, there's this, for three of the four of you, Barely audible hum. For Masika, though, it is this constant vibration that seems to settle into your molars and feels like it slowly drills this pain behind your eyes and into your head. There's this constant oppressive sensation of being trapped.
4: My poor elemental brethren.
0: <laughs> poor Tefna's you has been dealing with this for 6,000 years. <laughs>
4: I'm going to be so
2: happy when we do something about this place and hopefully
1: free all these uh, elementals like... This place is a special kind of evil. Goodness.
0: Citra, you settle into sleep. Stare up at the ceiling above you. Try not to pay any attention to that almost tinnitus-like humming or ringing that constantly pulls you in and out of sleep. Eventually you drift off. But for a long moment it seems like you aren't sleeping. For a moment it feels like you're Standing someplace familiar. Sand and rock beneath your toes, a warrant on your back. You look up to see a long street ahead of you and a bustling market beyond. Everything is slightly off, discolored. But as you look up towards the red brick walls, you can see the repeat triangle design along the curvature of the walls and up along the edge of the roofs. And you know you're back home. The bustling streets of on silhouettes and shadows of figures walk by you but your eyes instead drawn across the market to the shadow of a fountain gently bubbling with water a number of people coming to take their buckets scooping up large pails of water and making their way off with them to go about their daily business but your eyes instead drawn to two figures a young boy early teens and a young girl not quite over 10 the two huddle in the shadow here, the boy holding up a book full of a variety of pictures. You can't hear what they're saying from here, but you know the boy is explaining the places, reading the words, translating them for the young girl, from the books Taldane to, to their native Osiriani, stories of distant lands and places. The boy smiles his gap toothed smile, telling his young sister of all of the places that they'll go and of treasures of the dwarven halls of dragons hordes of so much money to make the pharaoh jealous you want to step forward before you feel a shadowy presence next to you you've both come so far but not yet you awake the next morning feeling like you have not slept at all
1: oh great spooky
0: That being said, while you are tired, you are not actually fatigued.
2: Okay. But Citra is probably a little crank.
3: Have breakfast, and then we can leave.
0: (laughs) I imagine you join your uh, compatriots, and it sounds like the dining room comprises half of this mansion, so the gigantic dining room.
1: There's a huge kitchen, too. Why is there a kitchen if if the food just magically appears? Because
3: Hollis has 14 ranks in profession cook, and uh, probably likes to cook. Point taken.
1: I forgot about that.
3: Also, because kitchens are like the homey place that you yeah, they're nice that you
2: sit and eat with your. your <laughs>
1: I'm parents. just imagining though that like for a Hollis, this is like just a ginormous like one of those kitchens you see on like the really nice cooking shows, you know.
3: I always think of it more like a really big version of Howl's Moving Castle's kitchen-dine area, where it's kind of oh both,
0: okay, but like big. You eat that morning, gather yourselves together, set off, prepped, healed. I imagined ready for another uh, exciting day.
3: I prepared Phantom Chariot today, y'all. <laughs>
4: Narmer, did you give me good spells? Did Tog give you good spells to give me?
0: I mean, Taw gives what he wants. But I'm going to assume in all of his infinite wisdom, yes.
4: Okay. <laughs> did you feed Stinger Jr.?
0: Yes. I gave him some uh, some of this pie, some of this, like, dick pie that we have. It was kind of gooey and it got stuck to his claws and he, like, snapped around for a little bit. And so I got it all off.
2: Remember that scorpions are carnivorous. Uh-huh. Dates are not meat.
0: Yep. I keep telling Holish when when she casts the spell, she needs to, like, also make a plate of, like, chocolate-covered grasshoppers.
1: Maybe but just
3: grasshoppers. bacon over here. You could have fed him any of the food we had in here, Narma.
0: <laughs> chocolate-covered grasshoppers.
3: All right. But is chocolate good for scorpions? Yeah, who I knows? don't know. <laughs> sugar knows but sugar wants the scorpion to die <laughs>
1: <laughs> sugar's still eyeing that scorpion lag I mean get Masika get gets
4: a 20 or a 30 something taking 10 as well so it's one of those <laughs> sh- Just yeah probably not but at this point he's been sitting next to a supernatural rock from the elemental plane of a- earth who the <sighs> knows what's up with this scorpion anymore who knows if this
1: scorpion even <laughs> needs to eat anymore it's gained a measure of clockwork immortality
4: I mean, I'm sure she looks at it every once in a while to be like, are you still a normal scorpion?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid when I Google all I find are chocolate-covered scorpions, which is apparently oh. a what? weird snack.
1: Weird.
3: Scorpions are very high in protein, from what I understand.
1: Yeah. Scorpions Lots are also hydraulically powered.
3: I just want to put it out there. This phantom chariot can now fly. Oh, so, what? Uh, Dude, we, li-
1: we live in the high life now.
3: level, so it can do all the things that a phantom steed can do, but it's a chariot. Um, so you, we can just so. fly
1: around now We well, with the chariot, yeah? We could. Well,
3: that's another reason to kill the yeah. bird very quickly.
4: Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> we definitely need to We need to own the skies and have aerial superiority. I like
3: the shorey. Let's be on the Shori side <laughs> with the flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah the I was going the- say,
2: the more time we're spending in the trenches, the benefit of the doubt I was giving Hakatep is going mop, straight mop. out the Oh, I the know,
1: window. yeah. It's definitely coming like into a It is hmm.
4: gone. Nope. He's, he's a bad dude. He's a bad boy. Like, I I was trying. I
2: really did. I was like, you know, till we actually learned some stuff, but mm, they're all
3: bad boys. All them pharaohs bad. Why do I feel
1: like the end of this is us, like, getting enough information on Shori magic for, like, Hollis to make, like, a little floating platform. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all thought flying carpets were cool. Just wait.
4: <laughs> anyway, a bird. We had a bird to fight. Yeah, but I guess we'll shimmy over to the other edge of this. Uh, yeah, we, we shimmy. shimmy. Yeah, we shimmy.
0: Exiting... From the <laughs> magical portal, you step out and find yourselves once again in the shadow of the obelisk. Tefnizhu sits on a rock nearby, having surrounded himself once again by various concentric rings oh. and stones placed about him. He seems to emerge from his meditation, slides up to his feet and nods. I will lead you there.
4: Ha- have you seen the bird come back?
3: Dusk taker?
0: No, but my side is not as keen as his.
3: Hmm. Oh, one second. Let me go ahead and put my, my magic on for the day. I put my mage armor on. I put my flying on. Alright. Get you
1: that overland As Tefniju
0: only has a dark vision of 60 feet. Although he does have a plus 27 perception, so real hard to sneak by this, Magus.
1: Sweet. Unless you're just a
0: million ah, miles away.
3: I was supposed to study his stupid riddle book. Anyway, okay. Next time.
0: He stands up to his feet. Leads the way. Having detected all of you with his own trimmer sense.
3: Oh, hey, Tefniju? At some point, we yes. should... We should uh, exchange spell books and see if we have anything we want to learn from each other. Just as a mental note.
0: You'd have to return back to my own home. Oh, well, sure. I do not carry something as destructible as paper. Stone slabs suffice for most of my spells. That is I awesome. keep them in my library at home.
1: That makes total sense, and you know those are going to be some nice pages.
3: Very cool. Well, mine is a spell book, but I'm not as strong as you, so I gotta carry it around.
0: You then, like, you know, compare your various spell pages just to, like, it's like, do you have telekinesis? I have telekinesis. Would yeah, like it's like the
3: very <laughs> fun, like...
0: <laughs> it's like two kids trading Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> exactly.
1: It's like, I'll, I'll trade you limited wish if you give me uh, spell turning.
0: I have acidic spray. It's from Ultimate Magic.
3: <laughs> so 17 over here is going to have some magic. That sounds fun. And then he can get some magic and we'll have a good time.
1: Anyway. I was going to say, I don't think his spell, casting, his spell casting level, though, accelerates as fast Bro, as you, right? Probably not as
0: useful to at you. 7th, I do have the detonate level, spell because it's unnecessary. At level, he
4: should have six <laughs> level spells, which is think
1: yeah, the highest so, the so that's gets.
3: true. Yeah, she can get
4: up to six level
0: spells. Yeah, and that's uh, cool. Actually, no. He's, uh, well, he's a 13th level Magus. Oh, that's right. challenge rating 17.
1: Oh,
3: right. Okay, I got tons of spells at lower levels I want and need, so this is all fine. No. I do, I do love his
0: combination of uh, Earth Glide and Detonate.
3: It's really good. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> just pretty
0: he is, great. Wow. I think the
3: first spellcaster that uses a spellbook we have run into in the entirety of this adventure, pretty much, except for like Hat Lady in the first book.
0: Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of sorcerers. You make your way. It's only a journey of about 20 minutes or so as you navigate your way through across the upper reaches here of the slave trenches between the various monolithic pillars, that each of them hum with their own unique resonance. Masika being able to tell these a little bit more than your compatriots. You navigate your way onto a large bridge, which spans a distance of almost a quarter of a mile to a central stone, basically pillar, that comes up out of the center of this area. as you knots, This is where the Overseers would stay. Mm. A central location from which they could make their way out. Watch the trenches during their construction. It was rare for any of the architects, designers, to step into the valleys that they were carving. Well, that they had carved on the backs of their fellow man.
2: Mm. Pleasant. Mm.
0: Be on your guard. All right. You walk some distance forward. Ahead you find a large, almost pit-like depression, some maybe 20-25 feet deep, seemingly dug out from the ground. Here and there you see furrows, usually three across. Mm. Familiar to all of you as you do have an avian in your party. Although, unlike the small chicken tracks that you see (laughs) from time to time, these are large enough that Sudi could lay down, spread his arms out, and not fully occupy... The gouges in the earth. Whoa. Oh Lord. I assume in my small size. Maybe even in your large size. Oh. Ahead you see the immense debris. Stone, boulders, large number of bones. Primarily just a quick glance over mostly of maybe camels. Mm. Although sometime of much more noticeably humanoid creatures. Disproportionately knolls.
4: Well, the barrier peaks aren't that far. Hmm. True for a bird this big to fly.
0: Yeah. But again, with that disturbing knowledge that technically this thing doesn't need to hunt, it is literally just killing for... Just likes to. ...entertainment.
3: It's like a cat.
0: Yep. Eventually, you begin to approach the ridge, looking down into this depression. The sun is rising in the east, having once again completed its circuit, returning back for those of you followers of the old gods, returning from his battles in the underworld... Rising once again from the ashes of his own creation, Ra takes to the sky. The sky beyond you is painted in brilliant shades of red as you approach this hole. And as you step forward and glance down, a large avian head crests up out of the hole.
1: Ah nuts.
0: turns to look at you with one large golden eye. Feathers of midnight black cover the bird. A faint smell of ozone and this occasional constant popping sound seem to emanate from the corners of its beak and its blazing eyes. The creature turns. Its head crests over 30 feet as it looks back towards you and in one easy motion it spreads out and stretches forth its wings from pinion to pinion almost a hundred feet across. A faint green glow suffuses the thing in the dim light as it turns back towards all of you and pauses for a long moment. Hawkotep. Oh right. The voice booms out hey! as it opens its mouth. Mask before the eye narrows.
3: No, it knows. No. Dang it.
0: Trespassers. Tefnazu. Tefna's you looks up towards the creature. Sup? <laughs> he's, he's just kind of looking like, why haven't you dealt with this?
3: Uh. You're not my boss bird.
0: These warriors have come here to activate the trenches. There is a jeffening call, which mm. might be laughter.
3: Oh, okay. All right.
0: His wings tuck back in. None may activate the trenches save Hakotep.
4: Oh, oh no. We, we got instructions from Chisisek.
1: Also, I'm wearing a piece of him.
4: SOTY! (laughs) SOTY!
2: Citra literally smacks you upside the head.
0: The (laughs) avian screeches, spreading forth his wings and launching himself skyward. There is a distant clap of thunder which rolls through the sky as clouds seem to appear as if by themselves in a steady, swirling black mass overhead
1: you so like starts hitting Hollis's arm. Electricity resistance. Electricity yes, and yes. resistance. Yeah, yeah,
3: I remembered it now. A little late, I got it. <laughs> we should have done that before we you faced
0: him. You claim the missing piece. My lord and father has called to me and warned me of your coming, and you bring this to my awaiting talon. I will rip that from your shoulders with your head. And fly it to my lord and father.
2: Not if we have anything to say about it.
0: There is a screech, and I will need initiative from the party.
3: Jessica's just over here like, Hockatap is not your real daddy, because your real daddy's a bird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: That's biology.
3: <laughs> That's biology, fool. <laughs> All right. Look, people can be adopted. Oh. It's fine. Also. He's very cute.
0: Check out that artwork, because that artwork is killer. <laughs>
3: Very rad. And also, Hollis is super ready. Super ready. He looks ready. like a black Zapdos. Yes,
4: he's like He'll a black a Zapdos, bit, yeah. indeed.
1: Oh my gosh, he's so cool. Also, but you guys are so bad.
0: tiny. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he's Game so fit. <laughs> I like how you put a mini for Tefnaju on the board. Like, Tefnaju is going to do anything besides slow clap. <laughs> you know, He
3: might be impacted.
2: Oh, oh. I feel like <laughs> Tefnaju should be played by... Uh, is it uh, Digimon Honsu? I think
0: I tried oh, to yeah, cast he does for kinda, somebody else already. He does kind of yeah, look like that, but I'm think pretty sure got we cast it. for somebody else. But if he else, didn't yeah. get
2: it, I think he'd be a good choice for this one. Yeah. Oh,
0: sure. look, look, yeah. Those, look at that oh, yeah. chiseled jawline. That's what I God, mean. Look at that. He has cheekbones that could cut glass.
1: Oh man, and then you got like the, the just dark on dark eyes. Like, He's very Ooh. cool. Very cool. So
2: if, if, if Digimon Honsu hasn't been uh, uh, cast, and I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, I will Google proper. So I was close. It's Jaimun Hansu. Jaimun. Jaiman.
0: Jaimun. Jaiman. Jaiman.
3: Very cool.
1: Oh, he's a big old bird.
0: Hollis Starkweather.
3: Hollis rolls a 19 for a 26 initiative.
1: Oh, dang, nice.
3: Told you Hollis was ready.
0: Sudi Kantar.
1: Uh, Sudi rolls a 12 for a 15. I feel like this bird's going to be fast too.
0: Masika of the Beckon.
4: Uh, Masika rolls a 16 for a 19.
0: Citra Nahumra.
4: Citra only rolled a 9 for a 15. I am
1: faster than Superman. Yeah,
0: give it to Citra. Question. I'm not going to worry about Tefna's use. He cannot actually aid you in this fight.
2: He can cheer us on from the sidelines. Yep. You know, rah-rah, get that birdie, something, something, I don't know.
1: Something rah. Hmm. Son of
0: rah. And Conjotret's, uh initiatives have been slightly affected by the statue as well.
1: Thank goodness.
0: So, round one of combat begins. You're all standing on one side, basically of this, this edge of this drop off into this depression that's 25 feet deep with Conjitred some uh, almost about 100 feet away or so on technically down inside of the pit although his head is so high that it's actually looking level at you yes. as he perches and looks up round one of combat Hollis Starkweather
3: Aha. Hollis is going to quicken resist energy communal electricity
1: sweet so that's resist 30 all right
3: we knew about this bird it is electricity right not fire
4: we don't we didn't actually roll on the bird we can't it's a unique creature uh we just know that it summons storm clouds and things like that i
0: mean you could technically make a knowledge nature check to know about rocks but you don't actually know how much it has in common with a rock anymore Uh,
1: it's already speaking and intelligent that's way different from a typical rock so you know
0: that's fair
3: all right and then i'm going to uh, this is the part where you play a spellcaster and you gamble on on saving throws uh then I'm going to reach out a hand, pull out a tiny origami that I fashioned out of an extra page from my spell book last night. A blank page. And uh because it's my spell component. And then I'm gonna cast curse of the dragonflies. Uh okay. it needs to give me a will save.
0: Does it allow for spell resistance? It does. I wanted you to roll against spell resistance. Oh lordy, lordy.
3: Oh, my di- oh no, I'm gonna die, y'all. My dice are rolling too good right now.
1: Uh-oh. Uh I Idiots. rolled a 19
3: on the die. Um which is 14 and 4 for my uh, piercing magic. 37.
0: A 37 will successfully overcome its spell resistance. It gets a... This isn't mind-affecting.
3: Air curse.
0: That'd be a 25.
3: 25 does save, so that's sad. Boo. Okay, So it is not cursed.
0: Okay. Our... Is it a all or nothing? Yeah. Ah, okay.
3: Because it's permanent.
0: Mm. Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah, because it's cursed, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'll try a different thing next round. And that's my turn.
0: Alright. That brings us to All Alright,
3: wheel saves are okay, y'all.
0: I wish you luck, my friends.
3: Uh, Thanks, I think we're going to need it.
0: Farewell, Conjuredret. Be at peace. Tefnazhu then just sinks straight down into (laughs) the earth.
2: (laughs) That's what I was
4: expecting.
1: Does he give us like the thumbs up like it's it's Terminator 2? At (laughs) least on his way out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) From there we go to in Jutra.
1: Oh, crud. He gonna hurt us.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think he will.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, let's.
3: Hey, I didn't because it was my turn. I'm dumb, but we should spread out.
1: We didn't have time.
3: <laughs> I, I could have, but I was dumb. I got distracted. None, none of us
1: were, were thinking that it was gonna literally be like, oh, hello there, friends. I've been waiting. Remember,
3: it's fast. He's
4: Why fast is it from Minnesota? City? I don't
1: know. Hey, <laughs> Amber,
2: <laughs> go get my smokes. <laughs>
1: My Master Hockitap said to expect you.
0: <laughs> Conjuncter launches himself to the wing. Flies forward. Oh boy. 60 feet. Uh, we'll go ahead and bite out at Sudi.
1: <laughs> oh my god, he's so far away and he's still biting me.
0: And let's go ahead and do fly by attack, power attack, vital strike.
1: Ah! You big boy! He's gonna hit me for sure.
0: No, <laughs> well, he's taking a penalty on this, but that's still a... 36, Yeah, are flat footed.
1: Me. Oh yeah, oh, that's definitely gonna hit me. Even if I wasn't flat footed, that would've hit me. It's gonna hurt. Oh, I'm gonna be prov- provoking getting in there too, yikes.
0: That is 40 points of damage as it lashes oh! out, chomps and rips into Sudi. It screeches as thunder answers from the sky overhead and then banks as it continues along for another 20 feet as it begins to sell wide.
1: Good news, I, I block three damage of that with my Whoa. hard flesh.
2: <laughs> hey, Hollis, can you get two of us over to the other side? Maybe. I'm
1: gonna we need Masika that? on my
0: side. <laughs> From oh, Conjuncterate, we go to Masika of the Beckon.
4: Okay, Sudi, hold on just a second. I got something that might help with this stupid bird.
1: You shouldn't call it stupid. I think it can hear us. Stupid
4: <laughs> bird. It needs to make a reflex save. A <laughs>
0: reflex save?
4: Yes, and this does not allow for spell resistance. All right. Yes, and I'm casting on the defensive.
0: Very well. Go ahead and make a concentration check. It might not be getting out of the way of this.
4: All right. So I roll a 16. We're 14th level. So 30 plus wisdom modifier of seven. So 37 plus combat casting makes it a 41 for a fifth level
0: spell. A 41 for a fifth level spell? Yeah. That'll beat the DC 25. Okay.
4: Um, It needs to make a reflex save.
0: So... This is probably going to fail. It only gets a 19 for its reflex. Oh,
4: yeah, no, it fails. Oh, What'd you um, do it? I cast Cold Iron Fetters. Um, cold Iron Shackles materialize around the target's limbs, reducing each of the target's movement speeds by half. Any flying target has its maneuverability worsened by two steps to Whoa. the worst at clumsy. Additionally, if the target has damage reduction, cold iron or damage reduction, cold iron and magic, it is unable to use supernatural spell-like ability means of movement, such as dimension door or teleport for the duration of the spell. Noice. This will okay. last for 14
1: rounds.
0: All right, cool. Noice. So yeah, a whole okay. bunch of shackles basically and this thing as it-
1: Somehow still flies.
0: C-caws. It continues to fly, although you have reduced its flying ability by a great and deal. And its
4: speed is also reduced by half. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Which does mean it'd have to make a fly check to uh, maintain flying.
1: Spiffy.
4: Get it. Ooh, it, it worked.
1: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, Sudi, that's
1: what we were talking about. bro don't tell me that couldn't have worked.
3: Everything cannot work, Sudi. That's how things work.
1: They do or magic don't. always works. My
0: boots don't fail.
3: Narmer, get in the bag.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> if they
3: were in a specific situation, they could.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, Lightning Bird. I like your aesthetic. And he then dives <laughs> into the bag. <laughs> from there, we go to Citra Nahamra, unless get Masika on, would like to move. Get or on, that, get on that
1: bird. Okay, so I can't get too far away.
4: Well, I can't get too far away from Sudi. Is the problem?
1: Especially if I'm the target. Does might be Masika, but yeah.
4: So I'm gonna stay where I am.
1: All right. Hmm. Just get ready to get in the air, because I'm going.
2: Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. shucks? I forgot I'm wearing that Helm of Brilliance, and it gives me Fire Resistance 30. Yeah, that with help with your firefight last time.
0: Uh, yeah. Nope. It's
2: because I don't use it as much, so I forgot about it. <sighs> okay. Uh, but I was going to try to use it to cast a Fireball on this thing. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, I have four four of these that I could do. You know what? We really need this thing down, so I'm going to just start off with this. Yeah, I don't okay. know. No one's going to tell me otherwise. So, um, Citra is going to activate her Helm of Brilliance and cast cool. a Fireball. Cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it is a uh, Reflex DC 20.
0: Alright. Reflex DC 20. Okay, you will still need to roll to overcome his spell resistance with the cast level of the Helm of Brilliance. Okay. which is a 13.
2: d20 plus 13 and I have to get a 25 you can do it well you don't know what its spell
4: resistance is I actually don't know yeah
2: well I rolled an 18 so I think we might be okay because that gets me a 31 nice
0: a 31 will overcome its spell resistance nice what it did he also do that reflex rolls a natural one <laughs> for his reflexes ah, yes.
1: right, nice it's not damage weak, or anything it's weakness so. is maneuverability apparently
0: Turns out he's a big old bird. <laughs>
1: yeah, a big old bird. It is hard to steer the Titanic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a. Either right. that or
0: I'm just rolling poorly. Take your pick. Four K no mm. Remind me in the upcoming after party to tell you the mythic spells that he could have cast. Would oh have been yes, amazing. no,
1: I'm definitely curious. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been instant death for us.
3: Does this bird have a spell book? <laughs>
4: Sorry. That's
0: uh, my spells.
4: Mythic spells are just like innate abilities that you know. As I know, as but I it would mean. be so cool if there was a spell book and the bird, like, just a big book. 10d6
2: gets me 41 points of damage. Very good. Ouch. Big fan.
0: A solid hit, first blood.
2: And I got to use my fancy thing.
0: Cool. As there is a large explosion as a gemstone flies from your helm and blasts off the side of this thing, it roars in pain. You have a move action remaining if you'd like to take it.
2: Right out. Um, I am going to uh, pull a potion of fly out of my handy haversack.
0: Very well. It will take the attack of opportunity if you're retrieving an item from within its reach.
2: Well, I gotta be able to fly. That's true. Oh, this is gonna hurt. Uh.
0: It will take the attack of opportunity.
2: Fine, just do it.
0: Looking at a 38 to hit.
2: Oh, God, yeah.
0: Uh-oh. It is no longer vital striking. It is still power attacking. Uh-oh. That's actually not that much of a difference. That's 35 points of damage as its beak slices out and into you, ripping deep into you. Yikes. Flames rolling off across its blackened feathers.
2: Well, next one, I'm going to actually use my stony flesh ring.
0: Okay. (laughs) And sink into the earth. From Citro, we go to Sudikantar.
1: What is this bird's elevation relative to us?
4: I think it's even with us. Is it is even with
1: us?
0: It. Uh, it's actually currently ten feet below you.
1: Ten feet below us. Okay. Are you gonna
4: so- jump on it, Sudie
1: <laughs> No, 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 no. I was, I was trying to figure out if I could like enlarge myself, activate my boots, and then like step next to it.
4: But I mean, that's a twenty-foot pit. It's next to you. You see the big minus twenty. No, yeah, I know. I know it is.
1: I know. It. Well, that's what I meant. Why? Why I had to activate the boots.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So uh, steps. There are steps. to This. So uh, Sudy will use a standard action to activate his winged boots. He flies. Okay. Uh, We'll use a uh, swift action to uh, embiggen himself because I need more DR. And then I'm going to take a five-foot step so that I'm in range to attack it next turn.
4: You have to make a fly check to hover.
1: Oh, that's right. You have to make a fly check to hover. Uh, What is the bonus for good maneuverability? Plus four. Plus four. Okay. So I'm getting a plus eight on this, which means I start with an 11. Okay. That is a 16. So that's a 27.
0: A 27 will beat the DC-15. Cool! So, yep, Sudi, you step forward.
1: <laughs> uh, Sudi gets big, and then it, like, I, I like the idea that it pans out to just how small he is compared to this giant bird.
0: <laughs> yep. You click your heels together, little wings sprout off your uh, your little sandals, and you yes. step forward. From Sudi, we go to Hollis Starkweather.
3: Um, Hollis takes a five-foot step back. Very I well. I'm still in its threatened range. You are. Ah, okay. I'll cast on the defensive. Uh, I'm going to cast, you know, I kind of, Hollis looks over at Masika and goes, ah, chains. Uh, I'm going to cast Chains of Light.
1: Nice. Okay. Which
3: do not allow spell resistance. Hey. All right. I get a 29. So I think that still works. It's a six level spell.
0: So six level spell would be DC 27.
3: (laughs) Haha. Okay. It works then. Uh, It can go ahead and make me a reflex save as Chains of Light appear and wrap it up. Or try to anyway.
0: Maybe that is a 23
3: on the dang nose
0: uh, it doesn't have saves. any penalties
3: from being slower it's just some reduced in movement speed yes well that sucks
0: as light chains burst up and try to interrupt re- the uh, the already chained up bird I like it, we're literally just trying to chain
1: this up like it's marahute and well, the rest it of are down under it would have paralyzed <laughs> the
3: bird which would have crashed to the ground oh
1: mm. that would have been so cool I would have gotten attack from T2. <laughs> and been too.
3: stuck yeah Eh, Oh, well, that's fine. Y'all kill it. I I believe in you. (laughs) I
0: believe in you. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. All right. There we go. That brings us to Conjetrid.
4: Half movement speed flies. Moveability is reduced by two steps.
0: That's true. And so he won't. (laughs) He gonna
1: hover. He gonna land. He gonna
2: hurt me.
0: So there's a lot of people. We're getting 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 to an interesting rule here. Conjuncturate uses his hover feet, which one means that he automatically succeeds. Nice. Two, since he is within 20 feet of the ground, he beats his wings. There's this explosion of sand and rock around him as these massive wings begin to beat over and over to keep him aloft, struggling against the chains. Mechanically, that means he makes a 60-foot radius cloud around him as it surrounds him with dust and debris.
4: Dang it, Pidgey. What does that do? Like, what are the penalties for this cloud?
1: Probably not good. Probably visibility. It's most definitely visibility. It might also be cutting us like the rocks will be cutting us. Holy cow, that's a big radius.
0: Mechanically, what it does. First off, it snuffs any torches, small campfires, exposed lanterns, other small open flames, blah, blah, blah. Anything non magical in origin. Clear vision is now limited to a distance of 10 feet.
1: Hey, I can still see him.
0: Uh, creatures have concealment at 15 to 20 feet and total concealment at 25 feet or more.
1: Well, on the plus side, you guys all have concealment from him. They all do. That's not great. He gonna wreck at me which point, real good.
0: He makes a full attack against Sudi.
1: Yep, he gonna wreck me. I might be on I the ground after this. I think you should leave. I
3: think being in base to base with this thing is bad. And if we make it leave its pit, it's going to take forever to get to us.
1: Yeah. yeah. Dang it, Marahute. Don't you be
4: disgracing Marahute's name like that. Yeah, Marahute's
1: good. <laughs> this thing a... said...
4: <laughs> you said how far away? Is it under total concealment for me? Is yes. that what you yes. said?
0: It is 15 feet away from you,
3: mm-hmm.
4: which
0: means it has partial concealment. Okay. It's under total concealment from Hollis. Oh,
3: yeah. Yes, from me.
0: But you have a 20% mischance. Hollis has a 50% mischance. Which seems Not crazy the considering the size Not ignores
4: everything but total concealment. I don't.
0: <laughs> no, that's fair.
1: I mean, yes. But yeah,
0: technically Hollis could, you know... Well, yeah, actually, no, it has total concealment, so care. Hollis couldn't magic missile. But, you know, you could still throw a fireball in there. Yep. It will then full attack Sudi.
1: Oh, boy. I'm gonna need a healing.
0: It will not vital strike. It will go ahead and keep power attacking, though. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's a crap roll. Uh, 22. Hey, miss! Follows that up with a 31. That's that'll a crap hit. roll, too.
1: Yep, that'll, that'll hit.
0: That'll hit? hit. Yep.
3: 31 will hit you?
0: I I have
1: an AC of 30 normally and an AC of 29 when I'm big.
3: He's a monk, Mm. y'all.
0: I'm a monk. All right. So and then follows that up with a 35. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I probably will survive this.
0: So that's 25 points of damage from the first Talon. Okay. And 26 points of damage from the second Talon.
1: Okay. All right. So that was actually not nearly as bad. So good news, everybody.
0: Yeah, the beat does a lot more.
1: Yeah. Thankfully,
0: I have 100 hit points. As it screeches, sand kicking up everywhere around it. Bring us to Masika as you just kind of lean forward again. It's that hurricane force wind as you're kind of leaning forward. Things are going flying past you. If Narmer wasn't inside the bag, he'd be, like, grabbing onto your shoulder and screaming as his legs flapped in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: Narmer's he's inside in the of the bag. bag,
0: so he's just like, am I missing something cool? It sounds really no, it's out there.
4: very, very boring. Stay in the bag. It sounds very oh, cool. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: this sounds like you should be, like, standing on the edge of a beach reporting during a hurricane or something. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself?
4: Sudi and uh, Citra get 38 back from a channel. Cool. Oh, thank goodness.
0: Very well. So you call upon your power. Burst then- of energy rolls off of you. Do you have selective channeling? Oh, I forgot about that.
3: Please don't hurt the. No,
1: <laughs> the don't
0: channel. Don't channel. Well,
1: she can oh, just. How many hit points does the
0: bird get back?
4: <laughs> but I can't get. I need. Uh, well, yeah, Sudi. So. You
0: would need to move back past Hollis.
1: Yeah. Just keep in mind, I. If he gets a full attack action on me, I'm going to be in serious trouble next turn. Well, round. maybe
3: on your turn you move because she's channeling right now.
0: So Masika falls back.
3: I have a lot of spells
4: that I, are reflex, and there I have one that doesn't even that ignores concealment, but
0: here comes Kenjutaro's attack of opportunity with a twenty percent mischance. Uh, Seventy-six will get through the mischance. however, that's a thirty-one, which I don't think will hit nope. Masika. Nice. Nice. You dodge roll out of the way as this thing snaps out at you. Again, its beak large enough to take in your entire body as it snaps back towards you.
4: Especially since Masika is not even five feet tall.
0: Yeah, she's kind of wee.
1: She <laughs> kind of wee.
0: And rocks uh, traditionally love fish. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think the classic artwork for the rock used to have them flying away with like a dolphin or something. Or, or, yeah, or, yeah, or something a kind of ridiculous. Like killer whale, yeah. yep. Neither
2: so. of which are fish.
0: Yep. Yeah. Masika flees back channels, flooding Citra and Sudi with energy, bringing us to Citra Nahamra.
2: is going to take this opportunity to cast or to activate her Ring of Stony Flesh. Okay. So, um...
0: You have to clench your fist and yell Earth.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Kwame. Because Kwame anyway, is awesome. Anyway. I
2: can expend a charge as a standard action to gain the benefits of Stone Skin... Okay. It also gives me the ability to earth glide in through unworked stone as easily as a fish swims through water. Okay. Spiffy. Okay, so I have 110 minutes of, of this. So after I have activated that, problem I really need to get into a flank, but I also don't want to be by myself.
0: I can offer a suggestion. It's a little ridiculous, but it is an option. Okay. Technically, you have concealment. You could technically make a hide check right now.
3: And then pop out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a hide check sure
0: Uh-huh. nice
2: I've rolled an 18 18 is apparently my number of the day until probably I need it to actually work and then it won't uh, which gives me a 41
0: Okay. Yeah. it does that whole dramatic thing where you step out you just clench your fist the ring glows like something like a, a billow of sand comes past and obscures Citra entirely for a moment and then when it passes Citra's basically just like gone like a ninja yeah. cool Yeah, you can even technically move up half your movement speed while you do that.
2: I'm going to stay put for right now just because I don't know what Hollis has up
3: her sleeve.
0: Okay, (laughs) Hollis yelling into the wind, I've got a plan! It's going to be dumb! I'm sure that fills you with joy.
3: Or maybe crazy. Crazy is a better word. It's going to be crazy.
0: Yeah, Sudi's like, I need a good plan right now. My hit points are dwindling quickly. (laughs)
3: I got what I got. (laughs) I can't heal you or nothing.
0: That brings us to Sudi Kantar. Oh, gosh. You can clearly see it because you're within 10 feet.
1: Yeah, I'm really tempted to flurry at it. It's a big boy. It's a big boy, and I can get some good licks, and I might even be able to stun it, which would be something. Um, Although that's doubtful because I'm sure it's, you know, save is way higher than my, what is my DC right now, 22?
3: (laughs) There's a one on every die.
1: You know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to go for it. Um, so, I'm going to flurry of blows against this man. I'm going to use a point out of my key pool to get an extra attack at my highest base attack bonus. I am also going to do a stunning fist on my first. Might get I lucky. go full plus ultra. All right. Here we go.
2: I'm just imagining you going, Texas Smash! <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: all right, all right. It if I perfect a perfect 20, it's def- I'm going to definitely shout out a Syrian Smash. Let's oh, see. Oh,
2: please do, please do. If it's the smaller one, it's the Wati Smash.
1: Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, this is. I got an 18, actually. So um, oh,
3: this smash. smash. Which
1: is not bad. <laughs> so, that is a 41. Oh, a
0: 41 smash. will strike your target. One, two, smash!
3: So good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: this coming from the person who doesn't even
0: like and the show Everybody doesn't watch My Heroes, like, I what are they talking enjoy about? <laughs>
1: yeah, weird I have no idea to things. Things. what the heck
4: you're doing. So.
0: Oh, man. Okay. Come so, down, so, Heather. We'll have a My Hero party. Oh, oh uh, heck, dude, you gotta yeah. watch My Hero. My Hero's
1: good. Okay, so I do 20 points of damage
0: to him. All right. And was that a stunning fist?
1: Uh, Yes, so that's a stunning fist. So I need him to go ahead and make me a fortitude save. DC 22. He's probably going to pass that.
0: Oh, you said 22?
1: Yeah. On the nose.
3: Dang it!
1: Dang. I saw a single digit and I got excited. What that's that's telling me is it's possible. Mm? It's possible. All right, I'll keep doing that. Okay, second attack. That is a 6 for a 29. That's probably not going to hit. A
0: 29 will not strike your target.
1: Yep. Okay. I roll a 3 for a 21.
0: A 21 will not
1: strike your target. I roll a 14 for a 27. A 27 will not strike your target. Yep. Yep. All right. Last key, key strike. That is a 9 for
0: a 32. A 32 will strike your target. Hey. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Hey.
0: The big old bird.
1: Okie dokie, that is 21 points of damage. It's
0: not
4: hitting the side of the barn, that's the problem, it's how much DR does the barn have. I was gonna
1: say, does it feel like he's got DR or am I punching through it?
0: No, it doesn't seem like he has DR.
1: Cool! I will continue
0: to punch him then. Seems like he has a metric ton of hit points, but no DR. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. From there we go to Hollis. One hand planted firmly on your hat to keep it from blowing away as your duster is, you know, flapping in the wind. Feathers flying out of your satchel.
3: All right, y'all, this is all gonna all be your, all done. All you're hearing is, what is going on out there? It's true.
0: Hollis. I did not agree to ride this out in a twister, Hollis.
3: Well, I'm working on it. I didn't know this dang bird was gonna be a twister bird. <laughs> uh, it's used to attack of opportunity.
1: Uh, I, oh no, it has, you're right.
3: Hollis will step up behind Sudi, see if it bites her.
0: No, it does not take an attack of opportunity.
1: So no combat reflexes.
3: Then I tap Sudi with displacement.
0: Oh cool. Alright.
3: Y'all just kill this thing. Working on it.
0: Alright, that takes us from Hollis to Kingret. Yep. Well full out attack Sudy. Yep. 50% mischance from displacement, correct?
1: Yep. Heyo.
0: Alright, so that first attack was with an 85 and a 38 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. The second one's with a 33, so that's not gonna get through the mischance third one is with a five, so that will not get through the mischance.
1: Yay! This is still going to hurt.
0: That's 42 points of damage from the beak as it digs into you, chomping under the crushing pressure of its massive beak. It continues to kick up the sandstorm around it as it beats its wings. Okay. Bring us to Mystique of the Beckon.
4: Alright, Masika is gonna stumble back forward so she's behind Sudi again. So oh, you stumble Paulus. your way forward,
0: holding up a hand, trying to shield your eye from the stinging sand. Alright. Conjetra will go ahead and take the attack of opportunity. Alright. Technically, provoke that when you had concealment, so we'll go ahead and throw that in. Technically, you still have concealment there. So it gets through the concealment, and that is a 39. Yeah, that'll hit me. Ow. Sorry, that was a 38.
4: That'll still hit me. I mean, a 34 is good, but not 38 good.
0: (laughs) Truer
1: words have literally never been spoken.
0: That's 46 points of damage as it chomps a hold of you. Bone cracking force.
4: All right. I roll a 19 on the cast on the defensive. So 19 plus 14 is 33 plus 7 is 40, which I think is high enough to get past a level 7 spell before I even continue adding
0: DC29. I can keep
4: adding. <laughs> um, I, all right, I do have to get through its spell resistance.
0: Oh, are you casting at it? Yes. Ah, okay. Thought you were healing, Sudi. I'm actually not that bad.
4: So 19, so that's going to be a 33 to get past its spell resistance.
0: A 33 will get through a spell resistance.
4: A 27 to hit its range touch AC.
0: A 27 will hit the side of this barn size bird.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, it needs to make a fortitude save. That's Bedlin. What'd it make? Just out of curiosity. It's a twenty two. That's on the nose. So it's not blinded and it does it takes half damage. Boo. I cast Umbral Strike. Oh. Uh,
1: Umbral Strike. Umbral. That sounds strike. like a heather
0: spell. That's a very he- heather spell. Is there any descriptive text for Umbral Strike?
4: You uh, create a dark a bolt of dark energy and use it to make a ranged touch attack that ignores all con- uh, everything but total concealment. If you hit, nice. the target takes 1d6 points of damage per caster level to a maximum of 20d6. Half this damage is cold, half of it is negative energy.
0: Nice. Right. Nice.
4: Uh, if the bolt expands and covers a target, rendering them blind for the duration of the spell, which is a round per level. Successful hmm. uh, Fortitude save halves the damage and negates the blind condition.
1: Ah, uh, sadness. I feel the feel. Still, 14d6. And then halved.
4: Alright, it takes 30 points of damage. 15 of that is cold. 15 of that is negative energy.
0: A solid hit. Taking us from Masika to Citroen Ahamra.
4: I'm trying to like heal on one turn and then attack on the other because it's so hard for Citra and Sudi to get in contact with this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no,
1: especially if we could get Citra in the flank, it would be great, but then uh, this guy's going to just rip her apart. So. Well, yeah, then Citra's by herself without
3: the healer over exactly. there.
1: Exactly.
3: Yeah. I mean, fireballs worked well. Yeah. Oh, you're hiding. Oh
0: yeah, maybe you I don't, you can I don't know if it. I'm
3: actually hidden.
2: Spring I don't attack. Know what he rolled. I don't have spring attack. But you
3: can just stab him.
0: You could throw a
1: dagger. And we'll get sneak. And just <laughs> debilitate him with that sneak attack. There you go.
3: Use your wasp bow. Put some wasps on him.
1: Oh, that'd be a good idea. We haven't done that in a while.
3: It does sneak attack.
0: In the center of a tornado full of wasps.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I it's, it's silly. Like well, the problem is, is I'd have to drop my potion that I'm holding now. Well, I I have to get up next to this thing, so I'm going to down my potion.
1: Okay. Move in there.
2: Okay. I've drank my potion. I am now going to fly towards this thing about 20 feet. That way I'm if, next to Sudi
0: If pertinent. Probably. If pertinent. It is 55 feet to get to the other side of it. And since he is so large, you could actually move through his square because he's Big boy. multiple size categories larger than you. He does not impede your movement.
1: Which is a, one of those rules usually reserved for the tiny and diminutive things getting in our spaces.
0: So
2: I, I'm going to go ahead and do it because if all else fails, I could drop to the ground and get into the earth and
1: run away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can, you can retreat so, into the earth, yeah.
2: Down my potion and then Citra is going to zip past this bird Very well. to get to the other side because the only way she's really going to take it down is if I start getting some friggin' sneak attack.
0: <laughs> it's that whole dramatic thing where the storm's whipping back and forth and you fly forward right over Sudi's shoulder and then... The bird snaps at you, and you glide over it, snapping beak, and then like slide down between its two wings before springing to the opposite side of it. There'd be a Epic. whole tight camera angle if this was a movie. Oh, for sure, yes. <laughs> There'd be the part where you stop
1: flying and start running on its back just for reasons. Yes, I really
3: how, want somebody like... to yeehaw on this bird. You know, like <laughs> yeehaw. yeehaw
2: the bird. I, I assume right there the was bird. some running across wings just to tick it off a little bit. You know? Yeah, exactly.
4: Do some bayonetta moves up in here. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> You know, a giant bird that you fight in Devil May Cry has electric powers. It's a common thing, I think.
0: From there we go to Sudikantar.
1: I got a flank.
0: You are flanking the bird.
1: I'm going to do basically the same thing I did last round. So that's going to be use a key point for an extra attack. And the first attack I'm going to do a stunning fist.
2: And just in case I needed to say it, I could have drawn my second kukri in my move action, yes? Yes. Okay, then as I was flying, drew my second kukri.
1: Okay. Oh, you're ready. Two weapon fight in rogue time. Alright, I'm gonna draw this guy's attention. Alright. Oh gosh. Oh, Kidoki, that is a 17 for a 40. Nice.
0: A 40 will strike your target. Heyo! Your fist lashes out slams into your target. I believe he needs to make a fortitude save.
1: Uh yeah, that is 17 points of damage, and he needs to make me a fortitude save DC twenty two.
0: Uh that is a twenty five, so that will succeed.
1: Ah. Alright, well, still gonna keep trying that because there's a chance.
2: I uh, also have opportunist, so I think I'm gonna go ahead and take advantage. Oh of that yeah, you do.
0: Very well. So, so, you launch forward, you punch this bird in the face, while it's distracted. Citrus stabs him in the butt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right in the tail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please crit. Seriously? Please crit. Please tell me you crit. A classic, <laughs> a classic Evie Fry double butt stab. Oh my gosh!
2: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Ah, right there. She's
2: my fave the assassin. <laughs> That, I rolled a nineteen. I guess that oh, makes
0: Sudi oh. Jacob the the brawler.
1: Uh, yes, <laughs> actually, that actually kind
0: of fits.
2: <laughs> All right, I rolled a nineteen uh, for a thirty-seven, which is a threat.
0: That hits threat. Nice. Roll to confirm.
2: I rolled a seventeen, which oh. is a thirty-five to confirm, and oh. that's not even adding the flank bonus, which I always forget to do.
0: That will confirm your critical hit. Ah. Get it? Get it? Your Get him! Get him!
2: So does my electricity do anything to it, or should I just scrap that?
0: Uh, it does. Oh, oh okay. It probably okay. heals it. Oh, you asked
4: if it does anything. You didn't ask if it hurts it. You asked if it does anything. You need it separately.
1: Yeah, so you, she, she <laughs> no, doesn't know do yet.
0: We don't know, yeah. so.
2: Okay, regular damage is 41 and then three points of electricity.
0: Ouch. Seems like a solid hit. And the electricity seemed to have affected it normally.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, and I'm I would also suspicious. like to debilitate I'm very it. suspicious also. <laughs> And since I get to use my new ability, I'm going to double debilitate it. So it is now bewildered and disoriented. So it has a minus two um, to its AC, a minus two to its attack, minus six against me.
0: Very well. Sweet. Sudikantar.
1: I'm going to do my second attack now.
0: Its AC is slightly lower and it's flanked.
1: Hey, that is a 19. There we go. For a 42.
0: Forty-two will hit your flanked opponent as you lash out with your <sighs> what, your second part of your one-two punch.
1: Okay, that's forty points of damage.
0: As you crack your fist into the side of its skull, there is a deafening crack sound before the bird tumbles and crashes oh down yeah. to the ground oh, below. Oh man! There is a distant peal of thunder, and we'll pick it up here next time. Oh! Why do I feel like this fight isn't? It has a second part. He lands on top of his treasure.
2: Oh no! no! If y'all now can
4: only see the face, I'm giving them the battle screen right now.
0: <laughs> then there's a crack of thunder, and then the bird explodes. And then this bloody skeleton stands up. I'm just kidding. Yeah, like-